Welcome to M&A Power and Practice, the podcast for all things M&A. This podcast is a tool for education, information, and making your collective voice heard as members of the Minnesota Nurses Association. Our fourth episode is on M&A's Day on the Hill, an annual event where nurses visit their legislators at the Capitol to lobby on legislation that will improve the nursing profession and patient care in Minnesota. Today we have joining us M&A members Doreen McIntyre and Rachel Hanneman. Welcome Doreen and Rachel. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourselves? Rachel, take it away. Sure. Um, I've been a nurse. I've been an RN since 2016. I was an LPN for three years before that. Um, But I've been with Fairview a majority of that time. I reassigned to their Bethesda COVID ICU and then to their St. Joe's COVID ICU prior to them closing that. And I did just a little bit of uh, travel contracting in that time, but now I'm back at Fairview Southdale and part of their staff there with the critical care um, flex team. And I currently am a member of the Governmental Affairs Committee, or GAC. I've been a member of that committee since, I think it was November of 2022, so this will be my second day on the Hill that I'm going through with m Hi, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate being here. My name is Doreen McIntyre, and I am um, an M&A member. I've been a nurse for tw- 37 years and an, M- an M&A nurse for 32 of the 37. I work at Children's Hospital in Minneapolis. I am on the board. I'm second vice president, and I am also a, a first vice president of NNU's e- executive team. Um, happy to be here to talk about the day on the Hill. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us, Doreen. We're excited to have you. So we're just going to kick it off and start talking about a little bit about Day on the Hill. How long have you been participating in M&A's Day on the Hill? Kind of racked my brain on that, trying to remember back, but I I guess I can track it back to maybe 2011. Um, I became involved with M&A more in 2010 during our one-day strike. Um, I was a CAT team member. And in 2011, I jumped full force to get more involved with the union itself. And um, so I think I can safely say 2011. Great. That's wonderful that you've been involved. Have you been attending Day on the Hill pretty regularly since then? Yes, pretty much when I started um, attending Day on the Hill, I've done it every year. Wonderful. Now, Rachel, you mentioned before that this is your second M&A Day on the Hill. As a newcomer to the event, what has been your experience first last year as your first time attending and now going into your second day on the Hill? I think I got really lucky with my first time participating because I'm an approachable introvert. So I don't like doing a lot of things that are out in the public or public speaking, actually. Um, So I got to do it via Zoom. So I was really happy that that was my first time because that made it much more comfortable for me. So now I feel more prepared to go do it in the more traditional setting since we're going back to in-person. Um, but the experience was actually pretty cool because your political staff walk you through it. They help you prepare. They tell you what to expect so that when it is your turn to participate, you know what you're doing and you feel better prepared. And it they just put you more at ease. So I think I had a really good um, first experience to it. And I do have to say, like, once I got over with it, I was like, oh, that really wasn't so bad. 
So all of the things that you get your head wrapped around about what could possibly happen, how hard is it going to be? Am I prepared for it? Can I do this? Am I qualified? I don't know what I'm doing. And none of that matters. It's all in your head and they, they help set you up for what you need to do. You just have to be willing to do it. Popping back to you, Doreen, if you can think back a little bit to those first times participating in Day on the Hill, what was your experience like the first time you attended or even just early on at Day on the Hill? And how has that experience evolved over the years? The first time I went to Day on the Hill, I was pretty intimidated. I was um, kind of afraid of um, talking to the legislators and and going from you know going to the Capitol. Um, we did have the education ahead of time, and I, finding out that I was with a group of people in my district made me feel a little bit better. And we divided up the questions. Um, each of us took one to 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 speak on so that we felt like we were comfortable speaking on it and um, yeah I mean right after the first year of doing it I was pretty um, all the intimidation that I was feeling before was gone and after that I realized um, there was nothing to be afraid of (laughs) that I was there with my fellow nurses and that we were going to be able to to express our views and our requests to the legislators without a problem, and and they they are respectful, and um, it's a great um, time to be together with nurses from other districts too, because we're all together. Even though we go to separate meetings, um, we you get to know people from other districts that maybe you wouldn't get to know um, otherwise. Great, great. Thanks for sharing that, Doreen. Now that you've both shared a little bit of your experiences with Day on the Hill, I'm wondering, Rachel, if you could talk a little more about what your perception of Day on the Hill was before attending for the first time versus the reality of it once you got to experience it. That it was definitely, I believe that it was harder than it was going to be. Um, I think that we all have it in our heads that we're nurses and that's what we do when we put ourselves into this one box. And we don't do anything political. We don't do anything that's outside of that realm. I didn't, I honestly just have my nursing degree. I don't have any additional like public speaking, communications, um, political science degrees at all. So it sounds like it's not for us. But there's really not a whole lot that makes this, you don't need to have those degrees or those backgrounds. You just have to have a your background in nursing and the understanding about why you're doing it and why it's important and how you can make not just one change for one patient in one day, the things that we're doing, we can make broader lasting impacts for more patients and even your coworkers and your peers. So once you get it out of your head that you need to be political to be effective, you just need to be a good nurse, then I think that this is really an opportunity for everybody. That's great. Now to dig into it a little more, Obviously, MA's Day on the Hill is MA's Lobby Day, so nurses are going up to the Capitol to lobby their legislators. What's it like to be able to have those face to face conversations with your legislator? It's good. It's good. I mean, I, I, the district I'm in, um, the Senate, the senator for that district, him and I, through the years, have kind of developed a relationship. Um, I see him once in a while. Out, he lives in my town. I see him outside of the. the Capital and um, he's my friend on Facebook, and um, so I feel comfortable because of the experiences. Um, I could call him 
or email him anytime to ask him a question about something or ask him to support something, which is the big thing that I do. Um, and also, I mean, that. Uh, but for our representative, we've had like, since I started getting involved, we've gone through like three different ones. And from the redistricts, the, the latest redistricting, um, we have a new one that I don't know yet. So I will get to know him a little bit at Day on the Hill. Um, kind of nice to have those relationships because there are so many, everything that um, we fight for, um, is a lot of it takes place at the Capitol, and having the support of the legislators is very vital to, to having things pass. And for you, Rachel? A little surreal. Um to actually realize that you have the opportunity to speak about what's really going on. Because I'm just, like I said, an average normal person with an average normal degree. Um, and to have that opportunity to actually speak for myself and not just myself, but my peers is a little humbling and surreal. Yeah, that's totally relatable, Rachel. Talking to your legislator for the first time can seem a little surreal or even once in a while intimidating, but then you realize, hey, they're just another person and they're there for you to talk to. They're there to listen to you, their constituents, and to listen to your stories and any issues that you want to bring up that they could help with. So... When you've participated in Day on the Hill, how did you prepare for it? Did you feel like you had the resources and training on uh, how best to tell your story to your legislator? Yes, totally. Um, thankfully, we have MA to organize everything, and we always have like a list of things that we want to talk about, and all the nurses across all the districts touch on the same topics. And um, we have the talking points um, to make it easier. So we have a clear message that all of us across all the districts are giving all the legislators. So it's great. Looking back, I definitely had everything I needed beforehand. I just told myself that it was going to be harder than it actually is. I think for all the bedside nurses that are listening, um, it's like that hard IV that you just think you're not going to get, but you try for any way and you end up getting. So it's not as hard as you think it is. Um, it's truly... You don't, like I said, you don't have to have those degrees or backgrounds to be prepared. You just have to have your story because that's something that's irreplaceable is your story and your background. And that's why they're there. You're the only one who can tell that. Um, so it's really important for everybody who wants to see change to be a part of that. Because as long as the same people are getting the platform and getting the stage, they're going to be the ones who make the influence. So if we're not stepping up and taking the initiative to be part of the change, then it's always going to be the same voices. So when it comes to being prepared, not only do the staff prepare you and let you know what to expect, but you already have the resources that you need and that you're already bringing yourself. That's right, Rachel. Such an important reminder. Now, Doreen, this one's for you. Since you've been attending Day on the Hill for many years now, I'm hoping you can speak a bit about the different types of legislation or topics that nurses have brought to the Capitol over the years. Um, well, we always try to fight off certain legislation, like right to work. We fight against that every year. 
um, and we fight against the nurse compact. Um, and we, what we fight for, obviously, is safe staffing. You know, last year we had the um, legislation that we were working on for um, safe staffing, and which is not going away. We're going to continue to fight for that. And we also have fought for um, single-payer health care. Um, and, you know, at one point we were hopeful that maybe we could get some kind of Medicare for all here in Minnesota since it didn't look like it was going to be possible um, to do it, you know, across the whole United States. Um, but so things that we fight for are always, there's always something that affects people. You know, at M&A we always look through things with the lens of health and so it's always health-related, um, and it affects nurses and patients um, across the state. Let's talk a little bit about this year's Day on the Hill. What are some of the key pieces of legislation that nurses are fighting for in 2023? Stronger language around what we didn't get in some of our um, contract negotiations. So we got some gains, and we're looking to keep that momentum rolling. So we got some contract language that's really helpful, but what we're trying to do is we're trying to really um, bolster that staffing language. So we got some really good improvement for our M&A um, facilities with staffing language and some of the retention language, but we need to cast our net a little bit wider and get statewide legislation for some of those hospitals that are not M&A because you never know where you're going to be when you need a hospital. So we need to make sure that it's safe for all patients and all nurses all the time and everywhere they go. So we want better staffing and retention language. We want to make sure that our nurses are safe when they go to work. So we want stronger workplace violence language. Um, and we want to make sure that we have better working conditions. And that can be in the form of paid family leave, earned sick and safe time. And we want to make sure that um, we are fighting legislation that corporatizes health care, like this proposed merger with M Health and Sanford. And that's, gonna, that's just a whole new bucket full of problems because when you start to um, monopolize health care and you start to mass produce health care, then patients with individualized needs definitely get lost in the shuffle. And that's not going to help the community at all. Thanks for sharing that, Rachel. Now, as we go into more about the legislation aspect of Day on the Hill, did you feel like you had to be an expert on what was in the legislation before going to meet with your legislators? No, not at all. I feel like we we get enough resources um, from M and A when we when we go to Day on the Hill that um, we can speak to it, and it isn't at an ex expert level. But if there's a question, if like if I was in a legislator's office and I'm talking about safe staffing, and the question comes up from the legislator, and I'm like, oh, I don't know the answer to that. There another. One of my um, constituents, people from my district, will can speak up and speak to it. And usually, we have an MA staff with most most sessions um, that could help us out too. And I mean, the legislators know that we're not experts; we're just nurses trying to make a difference and and fight for our families and our profession. So there's a lot of forgiveness there. You, we don't. We don't no one's. No one. Um, is an expert. Um, well, maybe there are people who are an expert, but 
Um, you don't have to be an expert. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Definitely. I wouldn't say you have to be an expert on the legislation. You just have to be the expert on the problem, if that helps make sense. We know so much about what short staffing is like. We know so much about what retention is like. Um, I got involved with the frontline worker pay and being with Bethesda and St. Joe's, I knew so much about what that problem was and why we deserved it and why it was so helpful. Um, so you don't have to be an expert on law, lobbying, persuasive speech at all. You just have to be an expert on the problem. And I think that that is what we are. Our business administrators, the corporate um, administration, they're not experts on the problems. We are. And I think that's where we come in. That's what our strength is. Now that we've talked a little bit about what it's, the day is like lobbying for MNA's priorities and a little bit about the legislation, tell me a little bit more about what are you most looking forward to for this year's Day on the Hill? I'm most looking forward to being in person because with COVID, we've had to do it virtual. And you, <clears throat> like all of us know, it's not the same doing it virtual. So it'll be great being at the Capitol, seeing people in person, um, and being able to be with our fellow nurses in person too. I feel like I'm looking forward to getting the more, I guess, authentic experience. Because like I said last year, I, I got really lucky. I got to do this from home and it was really comfortable that way. But I think that now that I know that it's not scary or threatening. I feel like I'm more prepared to go do this in the traditional sense where we are there. We are literally doing our day on the hill. So it's going to be fun. We're going to have people that are from across the state going. We're going to have nurses from our other um, M&A facilities, not just in the cities, but from up north. Hopefully they can come along. So we get to go and it's going to be really great. Like it sounds like it's going to be um, starting at the Intercontinental Hotel in downtown St. Paul. And that's where we had our convention. And that place was awesome. We're going to have all those guests. Um, they're going to have that training where I was talking about that really helped me realize like this is actually fine. So it's going to be there and everyone who is going will have the opportunity to go and attend and get to benefit from that. And then they're going to be busing us from the hotel down to the Capitol and bring us back at the end of the day. So it's a really well thought out, planned day that you actually get to enjoy. It's almost like a field trip instead of an um, obligation. And when you have everybody who's there from across the state fighting for the same thing, it really does put an emphasis on the fact that we are a union working at this together. So it's going to be exciting. Yes, I think we're all very excited to have Day on the Hill in person again. Last year, M&A hosted Virtual Week on the Hill, as you both know, um, expanding that usual one-day event to an entire week of nurses meeting virtually with their legislators. It was uh, a little different than in previous years when Day on the Hill was in person at the Capitol, so I think we're all really looking forward to being back at the Capitol again this year. Now, we've obviously talked about this a little bit, but I'd like to touch on it once more. Could you talk a little more about why is Day on the Hill important for nurses to attend? Brushing back on what we said just a minute ago, we're not experts on law, policy, writing these new um, 
changes that we want to see, but we are experts on the problem. And if we're not the ones going and explaining the changes that we need, it is our administrative leaders who are doing this. And I have not met a single one of them in my entire life. And I've been doing this since 2013. So I don't know how they can possibly describe the problems that we're having if we've never been face to face and if I've never told them what I need from them. So they get to go and tell the story that they want. And if we're not stepping up, then we're agreeing and we're consenting to what they say we need. So we are very capable of telling our own stories. And we need more nurses who are willing to do this. Um, But we are experts on the problem and you are an expert on your own story. And you are the one who is capable of telling that. When I first became involved with M&A and started going to Day on the Hill, and among other things with involvement, it was because um, I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to to be somebody who can help help make a difference to our patients and our in our coworkers, so that nursing would be um, continue to be a powerful career that people would want to go go to and um, would want to do. I think that being a day on the hill is part of that because you're not just in your own little circle of your hospital and your coworkers. You're, um, it, you're reaching out with other nurses across the state to the people who are there voting on things and making a difference. So, I mean, if you're a nurse that wants to be a part of making a difference, it's a great way to start. I mean, there are a lot of things um, that you can do to to make a difference in M and A, but um, I think Day on the Hill is one of the top things that you can do to make a difference. And so I'm I I love doing it. I will do it every year that I can, and I've um, I really highly recommend trying it at least. If you have any questions, any talk to any of your nurse leaders in the hospitals. Um, They've probably been to Day on the Hill, and they will probably help you navigate it. Um, it's a great, a great way to make a difference. Thank you both for sharing. All very important and great perspective from both of you. As we get close to wrapping up here, I'm wondering if either or both of you could share a little bit of advice. What advice would you give to a newer nurse or a nurse who is just starting to get involved with different activities through M&A or with the governmental affairs program, what advice would you give to them about Day on the Hill? It's never too late to start. I was not involved with this until 2021, and that's pretty late into my career, I would say. Um, But it's absolutely never too late to get started, and it's an opportunity for everybody. I will always advertise that I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but we have staff who can help you understand that this is for you, this is a place that you belong, and this is a place that all nurses belong. No effort, no help is too little, and everything that you do matters. Um, And I was just thinking about why it's important to go, and we have a nurses' union. Our nurses can speak up, and we can speak for ourselves, and not only do we represent our own facilities, but we can speak for the hospitals that don't have MNA who are experiencing the same problems. But more importantly, there is no such thing as a patient's union, and we have to speak for the patients. If we are not 
going and speaking for them and advocating for them. That's one of our first roles as advocates. If we're not speaking for the patients, who will? They don't have any means of organization and we do. So everything that you can do, new grad, experienced nurse, new to MA, been here for a while, you are completely prepared and capable of doing this. That's definitely some great advice there. Doreen, do you have any last thoughts that you'd like to share with nurses about Day on the Hill? Yeah, I would say give it a try. You never know. It might be just the thing for you, and, and then you might find you might want to get in more involved, maybe be on a commission like governmental affairs or, or a nursing practice. Um, there's a lot of opportunities to do things in M&A that you can feel like you're making a difference in, in your career and in your families, your patients' family lives. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to see you all there. We, we, I'd like to see a huge amount of nurses come this year, our first in-person since COVID. So that would be great. And what about you, Rachel? Probably what I've been saying this whole time. It's for everybody. Everyone's capable of, of doing this. Um, the more voices that we have, the more stories that we have, the more it proves that we are doing the right thing and that we're here for the right reasons. Great. So when is Day on the Hill this year and how can other nurses get involved? This year, Day on the Hill is on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Um, and if you if you would like to try it out, um, you can sign up through the MA website or you can call MA to sign up. It's you, you would be meeting at the Intercontinental Hotel in St. Paul where you will get education that you need and um, then you will be bused to the Capitol and at the Capitol um, we will have our meetings and um, you'll get a voucher for lunch at, that you can eat at one of the Capitol cafeterias and then you'll be bused after it's all over you'll be bused back to the Intercontinental to pick up your car to go home. Very exciting. I know that we're also looking forward to some speakers in the morning at the Intercontinental as well as breakfast that will be provided for all nurses who are attending. Now, once again, Day on the Hill is February 15th this year, and you can join Doreen and Rachel and many of your fellow nurses at the event by registering on the MNA website. That's at mnnurses.org slash D-O-T-H. Or you can also register by calling the MNA office and they'll direct you to where you need to be. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap things up here with this episode of MA Power and Practice. Thank you again, Doreen and Rachel, for joining us on the show today. And we look forward to seeing you at Day on the Hill. Yeah, thank you for having me. Sounds great. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to MA Power and Practice. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast through your favorite streaming service so that you don't miss a single episode. Want to get in touch? Email power.practice at mnnurses.org for more information.